What's up, guys? Welcome back to Journey Footballers Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 5, and today we have a very special guest, uh, Stefan Mueller, here with us. What's going on, guys? Uh, happy to have you on, man. Um, oh, thank you guys for having me. So, just to start off, um, you know, where you're currently playing, uh, your your position, and how old you are. Yeah, so I'm 24 years old. I'm a left back, and I'm currently playing for Tormenta FC in USL League One here in America. And what what state is that? Is that in Georgia? Yep, South Georgia. So the closest major city is probably Savannah, which is about 45 minutes away from where uh, where Tormenta is. Awesome. Sweet. And awesome. that's your that was your first pro contract, right? Well, I I'll put it like this: first pro in a fully professional league. So I signed last year in England. The team that I was with was fully professional, but the league wasn't entirely fully professional. Right. They probably. 25, 30% of the teams were full-time and the rest were just part-time semi-pro. Gotcha. Um, so just to, you know, go more on that path, could you just give us a quick, uh, you know, rundown of your background in, in you know, football from when you started playing um, till now? Absolutely. So I started when I was probably four years old or so. I'm originally from New York, Long Island, New York. So I played club soccer out there, um, eventually went into the development academy system, played with a few teams, Met Oval and Gachi, up until all the way through high school. And then after that, I had interest from a few colleges, but I eventually chose to go to Temple University up in Philadelphia, played there for four years. And then after that, I went to Germany to play for a bit, England, and then now I'm here in America. Awesome. Sweet. Uh, yeah, so that's a that's a great career so far. Um, I mean, do you think, um, like, from the stage of going from college to pro, do you think you really, like, found a moment in there where you were like, okay, I'm ready to go? Yeah, I mean, honestly, ever, ever since I was a, a little kid, all I ever wanted to do was, was play professional soccer. I remember my parents asking me probably when I was under 10 years old what I wanted to major in college and I said I said soccer you know what else is there <laughs> to play soccer so that was always the goal but um but going through the academy system um I it was my priority was always to go to college and then pursue professional contract and then I had some success in college I I, I went to a good division one program I started every single game I played every single game in my career and then you know, every single year, honestly, I tried to pursue a professional contract. It wasn't it wasn't really like I got to my senior year and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, college is over. Time to time to pursue a professional contract. Right. You know, every single year I was emailing teams and uh, I was just waiting for the right opportunity. But but after college is when I, I really, really, really took it serious. I didn't want to just go into a full time job. I, I I wanted to play. And that's yeah. I had my my mindset on that, and you know that's all I wanted to do. So, did you like trial for any teams in the summers um, of your your college seasons? Or yeah, so like I said, I was always emailing teams. Um, I think it was my sophomore year. I think it was my sophomore year. Over spring break, I went over to to England to trial with Fleetwood Town in League. Okay, that's Jamie Vardy's old team. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so I went over, yeah, it was my sophomore year. And then my junior year, the, uh, actually no, sophomore year going into junior year, that summer I went and trialed with the Pittsburgh Riverhounds in the USL championship mm-hmm. entire summer. And then I think a few other teams here and there, but, um, but nothing that led to a professional contract at the time. Right. So here's a question for you. If you say, you know, performed really well and one of those teams that you trod for wanted to sign you, would you have left college? Yeah. Every single trial that I went to, I, I went with the intent to sign a professional contract. So when it worked out with Pittsburgh, I actually went my, again, another spring break the following year. I went Traveled with them for about two weeks. Um, that was during their preseason. But at that time, the manager had already signed two left backs. Right. He said, you know, you're still in college. I like you. Um, why don't you come train with us for the summer? And then we'll see what goes on from there. So I took that opportunity, trained with them for the summer. And then, um, you know, again, I was hoping to sign a professional contract after that. But I think a week or two into that into that summer, the manager got fired because uh, – they were off to a poor start, so I was just stuck as a, a practice player. But, but yeah, every single trial I went to, I went with the intent of, of signing a professional contract. I figured I, the opportunity to play for professionally only comes once in a lifetime. It's a very short, yep. short yeah. time period to play, and you could go back to college at any point in your life. Yep. So I, I figured I'd take the opportunity to play, and then you know I always have a backup plan of finishing my degree whenever. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So, I mean, obviously you've been to a lot of these professional trials and you've been in a professional environment for a while. So what do you think is kind of the hardest thing to switch from that college level to the professional game? I think in the professional level, everybody is good. It Everybody in the entire team can be on the field at any point and contribute. In the college level, yeah, we had good players, but I don't think our bench was as deep as a professional right. teams. So going into a college setup, it was, you know, I, I was kind of expecting to be on the field, not to make it sound like I'm the best player ever. I'm definitely not. But I figured I did well in the academy. I can do well in college. You know, there, there wasn't too big of a jump there. But going into a professional team, you have to fight for your spot because even if you have one poor performance, there's a guy on the bench that has been waiting to get on the field and who who is good enough and deserves to be on the field as well. So the comp, just the competition in a professional team is miles beyond what it is in college. Yeah. Um, so like going off of that, if you were to give one piece of advice to like a freshman going into college and that's me and Dan next year, uh, we're both going to be going into college. Mm-hmm. What would you give that person? Uh, patience, just patience, whether your goals are to play professionally or just have a good college season, your opportunity will come. Um, and it's just up to you to take advantage of it. Um, you know, it's the college game is it's different than the professional game. You have four years to kind of prove yourself, um, you know, and if your goal is to to pursue a professional contract after that, you don't need to play all four years. You know, it's it, nothing's given to you. You have to wait for your opportunity to come. I went to visit a couple of schools in Wake Forest in particular. It was one of the best schools in the country. The first thing they told me on my visit there was you have to earn your jersey. The coach at the time, the assistant coach, played at Wake Forest, and he said I had to wait two years to put that jersey on. 
you know, but, but once that opportunity came, he took it. And then even, even someone who only plays their last two years of college was able to pursue a professional career after that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a marathon, definitely not a sprint. Yep. Yeah. And that goes with, that goes with not just, you know, pursuing, you know, the college game. It, it's for pursuing the professional game, you know, pers- you know, trying to get a better body, trying to improve your mindset, trying to learn something new, you know, it's all, patience it's all like a process you know 100 percent, yeah and that's i think that's really the biggest thing that i learned throughout my journey um so after i finished after my contract was up in england i returned to the states this was early in 2019 so the goal was to come back and sign a usl contract for the 2019 season unfortunately for me that didn't happen at the time just timing didn't work out for whatever reason so i spent that entire year just training on my own, waiting for the next opportunity. Some opportunities came, some opportunities went. Sometimes it was months before I heard from my agent about interest from other teams. But the biggest thing I learned is just patience. Your opportunity will come. But during that time where things aren't going so well, are you going to sit back and just relax and and sulk and feel bad for yourself for not for not getting a chance? Or are you going to be out there putting the work in every single day for months on end when that one call does come 100 percent. yeah that's a yeah. great mentality you man. gotta you gotta prepare for the opportunity that you don't even know is coming absolutely you know? <clears throat> um so switching gears a little bit um if you could just tell us like what a typical day um in your life now would be like um i know i don't i don't know where you are with your club i don't know if you guys are back in full training or anything um, but, you know, if you want to do a day where you're not with your team or a day when you're regular training with your team, um, that'd be great. Yeah. So the last obviously the last few months have been very interesting for everybody. It's yeah. definitely not an, an easy time period to go through. But honestly, in Georgia and with Tormenta in particular, I feel we've had probably one of the easiest times and one of the best setups throughout this entire experience. Um, Luckily in Statesboro, Georgia, where I am, it's not too bad to the point where we were ever locked down and not allowed to go outside. Um, We went straight from training as a team to everything happening in the world and, and team training getting cut instantly. But luckily our facilities were still open to us for use, not the locker room and, and stuff, just, just the actual field. So if we ever wanted to go, with just our roommates to go and train for a bit. We were allowed to, luckily I lived with three other guys. So there were always, always four of us ready to go train whenever. So, so luckily for the past, I don't know, what, what has it been 12 weeks now? I've been yeah. steadily training, you know, five days a week in small groups with the guys, but more recently. Uh, so we're currently allowed to train with groups of 10 or less. So that's pretty much just, just, you know, we have about 20 guys on the team. So it's, we have one coach with us, one coach with the other 10 guys, and we're going simultaneously on, on different sides of the field. So it's a little bit more, more normal now. So a typical day is wake up at 7 a.m. We have to get to the training ground by about 8.30. Uh, we do our warm-ups. We do our pre-activation at about 9, 9.30. We start getting on the pitch, getting ready to, to get into the full session. That'll go until about 11. And then luckily at Tormenta, we get, we get a couple meals a day. So straight after that, we go to lunch. Then the rest of the day is pretty much just on our own. You know, I like to go to the gym or, 
or do a little yoga session, do a little recovery session on my own, just to keep active, mm-hmm. take care of my body. And then we have dinner at 6 p.m. So it's, you know, our days are relatively normal for what they can be, you know, training, meals, yoga, meetings, stuff like that. But we're still not allowed any contact. Um, but slowly but surely, it is getting back to normal. That's 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 good. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. Do you? Um, so you, I know you said you like to go to the gym. Do you lift with the the team, um, or do you just lift on your own? Right now, we're not allowed to do any team lifts. We don't have our own uh, okay. gym in our facility, so we use the local gym. Um, and you know, went a few months ago during preseason before everything happened, we did do team lifts. Right now, we just have our strength and conditioning coach make programs for us to do individually, but that's kind of what we're doing right now. It was body weight for a while before the gyms were open, but now now we're getting back into the weights again. Yeah, Um, and now, you know, this is an interesting period because it was kind of like sort of a time off. So um, what are you focusing on more? Are you focusing on more like speed and power or are you more focused on the strength? Like what? What are you doing? Right now, it's a lot more – I'm not using heavy weights. I'm more focusing on explosiveness. Uh, I do a lot of plyometrics and stuff like that. But also, at this point, it's a lot of fitness, especially when we have our sessions during the week. We have a day scheduled just to solely getting more fit because right now, uh, USL League One has a provision, provisional start date of July 18th, which is right a month okay. away. So if everything goes according to plan, in about four, four and a half weeks, we'll be back on the pitch again. So right now, the focus for everyone isn't really getting stronger. It's more so just getting because we're getting right. you know straight back into ninety-minute games. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, that's a tough transition from not playing for a couple months to trying to play play soon. Um, so here's a question: What type of fitness tests like are you guys doing? Um, I feel like a lot of people would, you know, get some value from what kind of fitness tests, you know, professional teams are doing. So, you know, they can practice them on. Yeah, 100 percent. So at Tormenta on Wednesday is usually our red day, which is the most intense day of the week. The way we want to play is we want to be fast on the ball and fast off the ball. We want to be a high pressing team and quick on the transition. And obviously, trying to maintain that for 90 minutes, it's difficult, but you need to be fit to, uh, to be able to do that. So yep. a typical Wednesday for us is we start off, obviously, warming up, and then we get straight into the mild test. So our goal, the coach's goal for the players at Tormenta is to be able to run a five-minute mile, which is pretty quick. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's difficult. <laughs> so we've been doing the, the five-minute mile test straight off the bat the last five weeks, I think, every single does everyone complete it in, in that time? Uh, I'll tell you this. I am right on the cusp of a five-minute mile. The, the the way they want us to do it is run three times around our training ground, which is about 1.1 miles. And I do that in about 5.30, which is roughly a five-minute mile. So we have gotten – Okay. I, I'll tell you what. After these after these next few weeks when we start playing, we're, we're going to have a fit team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we start off five minute mile after that you know you're obviously gassed we take a couple minutes off and we get more into intervals so we'll do um 10 20 30 yard sprints stuff like that so in all the session isn't very long it's about 35 40 minutes and we'll get into a little bit of ball work but it's very intense 
Awesome. That's 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 great stuff. Yeah. So switching topics a little bit, um, what do you think is the most important aspect of a footballer? It's it's your mentality. A hundred hundred twenty percent is your mentality. The way you look. Go. Agreed. It's yeah. Uh, a bad mentality will ruin a player. It doesn't matter how good they are. If they're not able to get through the difficult times, they're not going to make it just straight up. Whether it's injury, whether it's being without a team, if you don't have the right mentality to go out and make the most of whatever, whatever situation you're in, you're not going to have a successful career, whether it's amateur, whether it's collegiate or whether it's professional. So having a strong mentality, being able, being able to get through the difficult times and just being able to look at you know, a situation and see it as glass half full rather than glass half empty is without a doubt the most important thing you need as a player. And quick question for people who maybe struggle with mentality, you know, how can someone in your opinion improve that side of their game? It's, it's a difficult question to answer because you can't really get the discipline needed without going through those hard times. So if everything's been rainbows and roses for you, your entire life, if one, you know, if you get injured and you're out for a year, you tear an ACL, it's going to be difficult for that player. But how I think you can improve it is just, just getting in a routine every morning, thinking up, waking up and thinking, why am I doing what I'm doing? What I'm doing? What's the outcome of this? And just finding your purpose with whatever it is, whether it's rehab, whether it's training. But it's, I'll tell you what, it's difficult. And discipline isn't, you can't teach discipline. You earn it through weeks and months of of going through difficult times. 100%. Yeah, I would say the best way to, you know, improve your mentality is just to do hard stuff every day. Like what you said, running the five-minute mile. That's hard. That's going to improve your mentality. And, you know, make you feel like I'm the fittest I possibly can be because you probably are. Um, Little stuff like that. So, question for you. I know that I watch your YouTube videos, so I know that you have had some serious injuries in your past. Um, And how do you think you kind of change your mentality over time to overcome those? Yeah, I mean, so for everyone that doesn't know, um, after college, I went to play in Germany for a little bit. I had some back troubles at the time, nothing that really prevented me from playing. But while I was there, the second to last game of the season, I herniated a disc in my lower back and that put me out for 14 months in total. And wow. Honestly, going back, um, it's that was the most difficult period of my entire life. I didn't know if I was going to be able to play again. So, and same thing, I that it comes back to the mentality. I didn't know if I was going to be able to play again, but every single day I did whatever I could to get closer to that goal, even if I knew, even if I didn't think it was possible. There are days when I when I woke up and I went to the gym, I went to the doctor, I did my foam rolling, my stretching, my rehab, and at the end of the day I thought you know, what the heck, what am I doing this for? I'm in such poor condition right now. I genuinely don't think I'm going to be able to play again, but I went to bed. I woke up the next day. I did it all over again, just in hopes of being able to play again. And that was probably the most, 
beneficial period of my entire life as as terrible of a time it was i think i learned more during that time than i did when when i had four years of good college soccer when i had a successful academy career i think that was the most beneficial point in my life just because it was it shaped kind of everything leading after that you know if i didn't go through that experience you know, how would I have reacted when I didn't have a team for 12 months? You know, I could have ended my career right there. I could have just right. given up. But you know, I've been through it before. And if anything, uh, hopefully nothing happens in the future. But if I ever go through a period like that again, I know I'll have the mental strength to get to get through it. Yeah, definitely. 100%. And, you know, one thing that I believe is, like, you know, you always grow the most in, in the difficult or the hard times. Like personally, I had I had an, an injury, a hip injury. I was out off and on for almost a year and a half. Um, and Joe had something similar. So we definitely know how that is. And that has also contributed to, you know, our mentality because you're you're doing something that you don't want to do and you're chasing an outcome that you don't even know if it's going to be possible exactly that's that's the most difficult thing it's that unknown of being able to play again of being healthy enough to pursue <laughs> what you've wanted since you were four years old but but honestly yeah. going back on it i i obviously i wish i wouldn't have gotten injured but i am i'm more than happy with the way things turned out that's that's yeah same here, same here for us. Um, so obviously you have um, you have YouTube channel, you have an Instagram page. Um, so what was your reason, you know, behind starting it and like your message behind it and, you know, just your overall purpose for, you know, showing all your stuff? Yeah, so I started the YouTube channel when I was in England. This was probably about a year and a half ago. Um, I watched a few guys on YouTube who are professional players preferring, pursuing professional contracts before. And I always liked the idea of sharing your experiences online. Um, and I figured, you know, at the time, people people think you don't have a lot of free time as a, as a professional player. It's always just training and recovery and all that stuff. But but after about 12, 8, 12 p.m. when you finish training, the rest of the day is just free time. So I studied right. exercise and sports science in college. Um, oh, that's what oh, we're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, and yeah. then while I was injured during that time, I became a certified personal trainer. I worked as a personal trainer for about a year. So I always loved the training. I always loved the teaching aspect of it. I figured I'd combine everything I know, my experiences from college, my experiences from working as a personal trainer, my experiences as a player, and just try to compile everything into a format that I think can reach a lot of people and hopefully educate them and share my experiences along the way. So that's kind of how the YouTube channel started. And my goal with it is just to to educate people on how to, you know, properly train, um, how to take care of your body and to show insight into what it's like actually being a professional athlete. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. I know. I know Joe. Joe watches a lot of your videos and I, I do, too. Um, you know, great, great stuff for everyone listening. Uh, we'll we'll put your YouTube channel and your Instagram uh, in the description. But yeah, great content. Oh, um, definitely recommend giving him a follow. Yeah. So uh, that that about wraps up the episode. Thank you, Stefan, for coming on. We pleasure. really really enjoyed this. Yes. Um, 
we'll be supporting you this season. I hope everyone listening is too. And uh, that about does the episode. Thank you. And we'll catch you on the Thank you.